the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of One Down. I am Brendan Ayer, joined as always by Greg Warren. What's going on, Greg? Hey, what's up, Brendan? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm really good. Uh, very cool thing happened this week. Rod from Michigan, a listener, I won't say his last name, put together a spreadsheet. Hey, Rod doesn't need that kind of publicity, man. Yeah. Right. He put put together a spreadsheet. <laughs> put together a spreadsheet. Give out Rod's last name and uh, on this podcast, the, guy, the, there's, the press is going to be beating down his door all the time. Rod will be that. swamped, swamped. Yeah. You know, he won't be able to live a normal life like us. We, you know, we can't even go outside without the the paparazzi's drones following us. Uh, and everybody knows there's there's the paparazzi, and then there's the crossword paparazzi. And uh, the, the crossarazzi, and they're way worse. They're, they're way, way worse because they're smarter, and they um, they 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 say things to you. Basically, the only the way they communicate is through crossword clues, and it's uh, it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Rod put together this spreadsheet of every single crossword creator uh, that has made a crossword in the New York Times since. We have been doing the podcast and it showed what day they did it on and how many they've done. And it was very cool. I geek out over this kind of stuff. And basically, our instincts were right. We were a little off on a few things. But uh, Eric Agard is the main guy. He's done eight. The guy's done eight since we've done it. Uh, Now, where we were a little off, because we always kind of thought... Agard and Alex Eaton Solners were the top guys. What we didn't take into account, we kind of slept on Jeff Chen. A Chen, little bit. yeah, Chen, yeah. Well, Chen doesn't Chen work together with a lot of people? That's the thing. He's always he's always helping somebody out. So we kind of overlooked him. But Chen had the second most with six, and then we slept a little bit. I knew he was a main guy. But both Ross Trudeau and Eaton Solners had five. And no you one slept else on really Trudeau. Close. I don't think I slept on Trudeau. Oh, yeah. You are just out here telling me how big Trudeau was. I've been saying that for years, man. That's all I ever talk about is Trudeau. <sighs> Ridiculous lie. Uh, wait, wait till the Crossarazzi gets word of this. Uh, now, a couple of interesting takeaways uh, from this spreadsheet Rod put together, and then we'll jump right into the puzzles. Saunders, Agard, and Trudeau, between the three of them, zero Sundays. So the main guys are not doing Sundays. Now, Chen had two, um, and a couple of other people had two. But the top guys had zero Sundays, the big payday, which is very interesting. Now, Another, why do you think that is? I don't know. They may just not like doing them because they're big. I, I don't really know. I don't know why that is. They may just specialize in the in the s- smaller grid. I don't know. Do you um, think... Um, do you think... it's probably It's probably one of the hardest... Uh, talks that a, a an editor has to have with his crossword puzzlers. When when Shorts has to sit down a guy like Agard and say, "Listen, man, you're one of my best guys. You're prolific. You can crank out puzzles probably with a better frequency than anybody. But you're you're not very good at Sundays. I don't know how to tell you that. So you can you, we have a choice here. You can pout about it. You can pout about it, or you can just do." More puzzles than anybody else in the last six months. And Agard, and I, and, 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 and I, you know, that's a hard thing to hear. And sometimes we bust on Agard, but he, he did the right thing, man. He, you know, he, he kind of swallowed his pride, sw- swallowed his ego and said, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be a Monday through Saturday guy. Well, here, I think you're absolutely right. And here's where Agard is really getting ripped off. If, if that, money thing we found online last week was true where you're making like two to three hundred dollars for uh monday through saturday and then a thousand on sunday here's where agard's getting ripped off four out of eight of agard's puzzles were saturdays the hardest day well go ahead brendan is that the hardest day to complete or the hardest day to devise i would think maybe a Sunday puzzle is, you know, it's such such a big volume. It's the hardest one to devise. 
Great question. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Certainly, maybe need to talk to Rod about that, man. Rod seems like he knows what's going on. I'll tell you a surprise that I see here. I Evan Kalish has only do, done two puzzles in this time span. I would have thought he he did more. I I, I don't know why. I I, I thought Kalish was uh, one of their mainstays. In my mind, I had Evan Kalish down for minimum forty five puzzles since we started <laughs> this podcast. I mean, I if you would have asked me, first of all, the number of puzzles that we've done is far less. If you would have asked me, I would have said, "Oh, probably Agard about." 115, uh, Solner's 97, uh, Evan Kalish. Yeah. Yeah. That's a 47 guy. Right. Right. Um, the other, the last takeaway that I thought was really interesting, cause we usually mention when we, uh, see a, uh, verbalist, which I think we found out is what they are called. It could be, I could have that completely wrong. We, when we see a verbalist we haven't worked with we, before, we usually mention it. We're definitely uh, missing it a lot of the time because 69 out of the 104 puzzles uh, on Rod's spreadsheet were one-offs, one, one for people who have only done one during the entire time frame. So most people we haven't worked with. Yeah, but you can't, I, I don't, I don't beat us up over that. That's not, I mean, that's not as bad as the sort of missing out on Chen type thing. We should have got that one. I'll tell you what I recognized here is um, our man, uh, Joel Fagliano, who does the, the minis. Yeah. He's gotten two, and I do think we mentioned it one time when when Joel got his shot. I think it was a right. Tuesday that he got his shot on. It looks like he was a contributor on a Sunday too. So I don't know if again we I, I'd like to find out is the you know is the minis is that training ground or well here's the problem, Greg, and he's going to coast along as 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 far as he can get with this scam. But I'll tell you what he's doing. He's just stacking a bunch of minis on top of each other, and he's turning it in as a full puzzle. And no, someone's going to catch no, it. He is. Not. I don't he is, think he's so. Doing, he's taking sixteen I mean, minis. See, and it's a hell of an accusation to make against a guy like Fagliano, who's been a mainstay. I mean, it's you, you and I don't do the minis, of course, but uh, <laughs> of course, yeah, we're not one of those guys. But you still, he's he's a part of the team. He's an important part of the team. He's 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 out there developing a, a little game for potential listeners of this podcast. He's the, he's a bat he's the bat boy, Greg. He's not part of the team. See okay? what are you doing he's, there, man? This is the guy that's going to get us to the next level, and you just called him a bat boy, man. There's nothing wrong with being the bat boy. The this, team respects not, the bat boy. They don't respect the bat boy, and you just you just pickled us for good, man. Pickled us? What is yeah. it? What are, you're saying? Pickled now? Ah, you know, I was going to say screwed, but it sounded a little uh, crass, so I went with pickled. Well, now you've said them both. So uh, let's move to Monday, July 20th. This was, of course, an Alex Eaton Solners. I think the theme was just directions. I mean, normally on Monday they have a clue that sums up the theme, but they didn't really. There were just four answer answers that uh, included right, left, front, and back. Right on the money, left in, a, in the lurch, front of the line, and back to the future. So I guess it's just directions, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, I found a lot of Monday clues of the week in this one. <laughs> a lot, there was a lot of Monday <laughs> and I don't clues have, of the week. I, I, don't have my, uh, I don't have my horn. Uh, I'm on the Don't worry, I'll do it. Just, uh, is, wait, no, Monday clue of the week's the bell. Is it not? No, the bell is uh, is the Bonefish Grill. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll do I'll yeah. do the horn if you want to. Announce okay, them. Uh, I'm going to give you a few right on this puzzle, and there's another one that beats them all on the next puzzle. A little foreshadowing there. Fifty six across something that goes in a garage. Well, that's a car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. that, I didn't sound like your horn, unfortunately. Let's knock that off. Let's just. Uh, let's <laughs> yeah. Make, yeah. Let's just well, no, I'm going to take a different try no, and uh, see if I can get your it. horn. I'll, I'll Something that goes in a garage that is a car. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 57 across. Classic Michael J. Fox movie, Back to the Future. 
Honk, honk, honk. Yep. Um, was that better? Was that an improvement? That was closer to your horn. Your horn has a little squeak to it. I, I'm going to weigh in once more and say I, I'd rather you didn't do it. But uh, uh, I will not give up. Now, the craziest thing about that is Michael J. Fox has been in so many movies. I can't name a single one except Back to the uh, Future one, one, two, and he three. Played a drug guy, like a young. Uh, I can't remember it. Um, he had a. Uh, he was a writer with a drug problem, and uh, I. I uh, you know, I can't remember it. Uh, but I mean, you know, I, was he in a ton of movies? I, mean, yeah, I think he was in, in, in a lot. Two, he, two big TV series, but. Um, well, he was in, uh, was he, what was the other one? Was he in Spin City? Spin City, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, which was yeah. a really good show, I thought. Um, it was a great show. Yeah. Uh, Ro- uh, oh, I'm thinking of News Radio. I was going to say Rogan was on it, but that's News no, Radio. No, no, he wasn't. Um, he was not. The final Monday Clue of the Week uh, on Monday, uh, six down, makeup of a beach. That is sand. this has got to stop man that was tough but that one may have been the best one so far but i can't recreate it i (laughs) don't feel good i uh well i I, you're my partner i have to stand behind you i wish you wouldn't do this um you you ruined the monday clue of the week segment you ruined no i didn't no nobody was listening to nobody's listening to the the lunacy of these clues they were just Waiting to hear what stupid noise you were going to make. What do you think you they're doing the with Monday your horn? The you know they love your horn. We got a bunch of guys that the listen horn, just my for horn the horn. My horn does not add. My horn does not subtract from the Monday Clue of the Week segment. It adds to it and enhances it. You are making a mockery of the Monday Clue of the Week segment. If anything, the noises I made were like a highlighter. They 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 brought forth the lunacy of of, of sand, the makeup of a beach sand. There's actually a fourth one on Monday. I missed it. Thirty five across Cheerios grain. That's an oat. See, with no horn, it does not pop, Greg. It doesn't pop, <laughs> no, and no, you, you know, know it, it doesn't. And oh, you know it you doesn't. You knew exactly what you're doing there. You just had sil- You just had silence. You just said silence. You didn't comment on what I said just well, so you could make it look like that wasn't a good segment. Well, because that's when the horn time is. I never talk during the horn time, and you know that. So, Also, I don't know, I, to you... You're, you were in the grocery business uh, a long time ago, but I don't know. The first three, clearly, Monday Clues of the Week. I don't know if Oat for Cheerio yeah, is everybody. Monday. There's every four-year-old knows. They mention Oats all the time in their commercials. It's a big Four-year-olds cere- know that it, their Cheerios are made of Oats. They can yep. barely talk, Greg, and they just go, oh, this is, uh, what is, it? What is the main ingredient in this, Oats? It's the first. It's the first thing my niece said when she was four. <laughs> Cheerios have oats. Uh, Twenty-eight across. Cat blank your tongue. Uh, that also could be a Monday. Yeah, that's clue another one, frankly. Yeah. And that's got cat uh, bit off your tongue. No. Yeah, and, and what a lot of people don't realize, it was very common uh, in the Middle Ages for cats to steal people's tongues. Uh, so uh, that was it, it. wasn't so much as an expression. They would ask you that seriously. Uh, they'd say, did, did, "Has a cat?" Has a cat got your tongue? And you'd have to nod or grunt, and they'd say, call, call the witch! It's another, a cat's got a tongue again! And it was uh, a whole thing, and they, they, they eventually cured cats of that. But uh, that's where that phrase comes from. Yep, that's uh, not where that <laughs> phrase comes from. Well, I think, I think it probably is. That was uh, completely inaccurate. It's a, it's a lie, and mildly funny. <laughs> Uh, 30 across uh, toes T-O-W-S not T-O-E-S and the answer was drags and I do get that these are synonyms in a way 
Uh, but if your car breaks down, uh, you're going to want them to specify which <laughs> method they're going with. Uh, you're going to want a guy who goes with tow, uh, not just, uh, oh, yeah, we dragged her back to the uh, garage. A lot of damage, a lot of damage on them rims there. Uh, but that was probably from before we just dragged it 30 yeah, miles. My, uh, my, uh, car broke down uh one time and i i called for a drag and uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> a man dressed as a woman showed up and it was <laughs> did nothing for my car yeah. very attractive looking woman but it was it did nothing for my car <laughs> yeah. and then and then offered me a cigarette have a drag of this um tuesday uh, july 20 20- Oh, First. we're going to Tuesday, are we? Did Did you want to uh, slam something in there on the Monday? Yeah, I, if you don't I, mind. I jumped I had ahead a couple, of you. I, yeah, yeah, of course. I, I, sorry, yeah, there's, sorry. Uh, one thing I wanted to make a point of here: this uh, thirty-seven down auto with a prancing horse logo, and that's a Ferrari. And man, I can't wait to the next you know guy shows up with his new Ferrari and <laughs> acting like he's he's the. Uh, you know, alpha male. I got my yeah, new sports car to be like, hey, that's a nice prancing horse on your car there. It's not prancing. Yeah, it is. No, that's a prancing horse. He's prancing. <laughs> what is that? One of those uh, dancing horses from the Spanish riding school of Vienna? It's a, uh, it's a, hey, man, it's a Ferrari. Okay. It's, 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 it's a very, uh, this is a $100,000, $400,000 automobile. It goes faster than anything in the world. Uh, that was like, uh, I remember there was this show when I was a teenager that was, uh, Tommy, it was, I believe it was Tommy Hilfiger's daughter and Ralph Lauren's daughter. I could be wrong. Um, but Tommy Hilfiger gave his 16 year old daughter a Lamborghini uh for her bur- sweet 16 and i don't know if you know anything about lamborghinis but they're race cars like you can't if you don't know how to drive she crashed it immediately like not a bad crash just couldn't handle like they right. are they are full-on race cars and ferraris are close you know like you can't mess around now if you want to mess around 27 across blank romeo uh parentheses italian auto that's, of course, an Alfa Romeo, and that's a great trick car, Greg, because the people that don't know are going to think, wow, this guy's got an exotic, flashy, luxury Italian vehicle. But you're talking you're talking 40K, which is not, not cheap really? for a car, but that's pretty much what cars cost. Like Alfa Romeo's I mean, cost 40000 yeah, yeah, they're they're base, but you could probably get a base Alfa Romeo for thirty five. Like they're what not, about a Ferrari? How much that going to cost you? Ferrari has a is a pretty wide range. I'd say the cheapest Ferrari you can get, and I could be wrong, would be in the eighty k range. Okay, uh, what about a Lamborghini? A Lamborghini, I don't think you can get a Lam- Lamborghini's like Ferrari. I do, I don't even think you can get a Lamborghini for less than a hundred thousand. Um, oh. But uh, but an Alfa Romeo is not. It, 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 you can get one for the price of a brand new Camry, I think. Okay. Um, I so. like a Camry. I had a good Camry one time. It's probably the best car I've ever had was a Camry. Yeah, I don't want to talk about cars because it inevitably leads to you know. My, oh no, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get to that later. I got a place for that. Oh great. Okay, Tuesday, July twenty first. This was a and per, forgive me, I'll probably mispronounce the name, but it's a Zokin Bernicle. Um, the theme, Greg, was twenty twenty. Basically, a bunch of different clues where the a bunch of different answers where the clue was twenty twenty. So you had a uh, tie score. The news magazine, the program on TV, a ratio, which that's the one I had a problem with because there's very not very often you would use the ratio 20, 20 to, to 20, 20. yeah, because it's yeah. one to one. Yeah, it's the same ratio. And then yeah. uh, visual acuity and leap year. Uh, so that was. It was hey, I just did the math on that. You're right. It is one to one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's what they, they put these calculator apps on the phone, and it's great. They're really, it really helpful. Really speed helpful. things up. Yeah. Um, uh, 50 across, this is the most Monday of the Monday clues of the week. 
blank Dumpty. Uh, that is Brendan. That is that is not uh, Steve Dumpty. That's actually Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> uh, blank Dumpty. <laughs> Murray Dumpty. I yeah, think yeah, he yeah. was. Is that yeah, Kevin Mur- Dumpty from high school? He made he made the thing. Um, it should have said uh, blank Dumpty. Uh, parentheses. Had a great fall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, 20 across spice in a pumpkin pie. That's mace. You got to yeah, be real. T- wow. You got to be, be real careful, Greg, when you're buying your ingredients, because there are yeah. two kinds of mace. Two different kinds, man. And if you buy the w- wrong one, you will ruin Thanksgiving. Uh, there will be some problems if you put uh, pepper spray style mace into your Brendan, pie. Let me tell you something that goes both ways. I was attacked by a mugger the other night. <laughs> <laughs> I I sprayed this fellow with I, what I thought was peppers. It was just a, a pleasant spice and. Uh, he uh, he mugged me, took all my money, and went off and bought a, a pumpkin spice latte. What what is it? What is that? A hint of cardamom? <laughs> anyway, g- give me a watch, you idiot! I'm detecting some nutmeg. Uh, all the money, all the money. Twenty six across. Worst possible mark on a test. Zero. I disagree. I have to disagree here. I think like 12 is the worst. Zero. Yes. yes. Zero is impressive. Zero you can brag to your friends about. Like Zero means to, I didn't try. Yeah, zero means I just pushed the paper to the front of my desk and said, I'm not taking this test. Right. Uh, there, zero is the kind of thing you can tell your kids about. You know, I once scored a zero out of 100 on a spelling test. Uh, so I disagree. I think there's some merit in a zero. I was like the kid. We had a guy. We had uh, in AP uh, American History. We had to make a we pretty much the whole semester to make the, like a display on a certain subject that we were, we were going to this history fair of some sort, right? And uh, everyone, you know, they got the poster board. They're making you know, like triangular cutouts with uh, all these pictures and everything. And this kid Rob just uh, comes in with a piece of notebook paper uh, and a drawing he drew of Paul Revere with with a pencil and nothing written on it. Nothing written on it. Wasn't even good. And everyone was like, man, that guy is cool. That guy yeah. did not care to try on this project. That's interesting because you don't have to take AP classes. Why were you there? <laughs> it's, he was an interesting guy. He yeah. uh, His hair... Uh, his hair, you know, in high school, sometimes they give uh, nicknames that are very on the nose. I don't yep. know if you know that, but uh, his hair, uh, well, it was, uh, he, he had very early receding and male p- pattern baldness. Uh, so after that, they called him uh, Baldy Bad Project. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> they did not. They did yes, not. They did. they did not call him Baldy <laughs> yes, Bad Project. I'm telling you, Greg. He no, went by Baldy Bad. He didn't. Yes, they did. It was his own friend group. It, they, it was funny. It was. He liked it. I don't I think mean, this, is like this is true. Uh, I'm telling you, they called him Baldy Bad Project. I'm not like okay. Me and my friend Andreas called him Baldy Bad Project. But you didn't. people did. You did. You did. Now this is you're the boy that cried. Uh, cat got your tongue, man. I don't believe you after that lie about the cat tongue thing. We to ourselves referred to him see, as Baldy Bad Project. See how much he's sw- he's already backed off of it. Like, yeah. Twice. I well, you know. The, uh, I might have thought of calling him Baldy Bad Project. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Time. All right. All right. It's waits uh, for an, no man. That's enough from you, uh, uh, Blondie. Weak premise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go to 15 down. Dora the Explorer's cousin. That is Diego. Now I'll, I'll never forget when I was a. Uh, um, oh, this is several years ago when I was living in L.A. My niece. Uh, 
Tori, who's one of my favorite people in the world, she's now uh, 13. I think she was probably like three or four. I don't know. And uh, the family went to Mexico. My brother Matt got us this really cool. Um, uh, it's just really cool house right on the on the sea, and and the whole family is there. It's a really nice time. And uh, Tori, there was a a, a young uh, a Mexican girl uh, who was like um, I think it was her mom. And her sort of had the job of taking care of the house. And uh, Tori woke up one morning and saw this girl and just started screaming, Dora, 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 Dora. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> my, my brother's like, no, no, that's that's not that's not Dora. It's not. <laughs> no, no. In fact, uh, I am a child laborer. Uh, so if you could uh, relax with the Dora. Um, that's funny. Uh, 60 down. Tool by a golf bunker. That's a rake. I, that inf- always infuriates me because they shouldn't have bunkers on courses. For First, I got to add about 11 strokes to my sc- score. And then, then I got to do, do yard work. Then I got to do yard work. <laughs> <laughs> then I got to clean up after myself with the rake. It's <laughs> take the bunkers off. It's too golf is hard. Okay, leave the bunkers to the professionals. I can't hit it out of sand. I can't even walk in sand. <laughs> uh, and what what's your uh, handicap, Brendan? You you're a golfer, right? Uh, oh no, I was at one point. I mean, when I you was, were playing, what was your handicap? When I was playing, I never had an official handicap. You you got to uh, get rated and turn in all your scores for that. But I would say I was a bogey golfer. I probably had an 18 handicap at my best. Yeah. But now, now I'm uh, horrible. Horrible. You don't play that sport for a while, and you can lose the whole thing. I just hit yeah. them all on the ground. They go all over the place. I'm terrible. But I'm going to take it back up. I think I might take lessons. Oh, good. Uh, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 21 down comment made while shaking the head. Uh, the answer is, what a shame. Um I, usually when I'm shaking my head like that, the comment I'm saying is, boy, Brendan really went for a cheap laugh there. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's already happened several times today. <laughs> a lot of head shaking. You know? yeah. We're not video I, today, but uh, yeah, a lot of head shaking. Sometimes I can hear your head shake without even knowing it. I can just, from the silence, I know, well, Greg is disgusted with me now. Uh and and you know what? Uh, you're not wrong. Um, Let's go to Wednesday, July twenty second. This was a Peter A. Collins. The uh, theme was four answers. Pretty neat little theme, actually. Four answers with the chemical symbol for. Oh an element yeah, this was circled. a good one. Then the element itself also circled within the same answer. So uh, another. Uh, 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 for example, you had the word, uh, the answer, military jargon, uh, and you had AR circled because that's the chemical symbol for argon, which was also uh, circled later on in that, that clue. So uh, they had four, I think, four or five clues like that, and uh, I think that was a pretty neat theme, kind of tough to, to pull off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool, man. Yeah, that, somebody has really put some thought into that. Nice job, Peter. That was and uh, it, it it actually helped me in one portion because now I don't know a lot of chemical uh, symbols, but for whatever reason, I do know that Fe is iron. So in that one clue, I got the Fe in, and I immediately knew I could write iron uh, in the uh, the next set of circled letters. So that it did help me. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really, really fun. Um, 36 across some hospital workers, LPNs, uh, you know what that stands for? Uh, no, Brennan? no, uh, LPN is a licensed practical nurse. And here's my thing with nurses. Okay. So above the LPNs, like the highest level I believe is nurse practitioner. They're practically doctors. They can they're, write, they, prescriptions. yeah, they write, they can write scripts. They're, they're, uh, Yeah. They're the the highest, and then the the next highest is registered nurses, and then the uh, the next highest is uh, uh, LPNs, uh, licensed practical nurses, and I think below that is like nurses assistants, uh, nurses assistants or whatever. Um, it's, but uh, it just doesn't make sense to me the the nomenclature, right? Because registered nurse, right? That's a very very high level of nurse, but it doesn't sound high, right? A, 
mean, oh, big deal. You're registered. You signed up. It doesn't. Registration has never impressed me, Brendan. Like I registered to win a Jeep Cherokee in a drawing, and I lost. There's a lot of, uh, you know, there are a lot of classes that I register registered for in college and rarely attended. Actually, yeah. And then yeah. so, but and they outrank the LPNs, the uh, licensed I, practical nurse. Which I mean, they have a license. It sounds much better. You. You just signed a, a list at a Starbucks, and 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 this person has a lot. I'm going to the license, and they're practical, Brendan. Right, right, right. They're not messing around. This is crazy. I when you, I honestly was shocked when you said that. I would have yeah. said Llpn's definitely second highest nurse. Definitely, Regis- no. It's I would thought I, I would have thought registered nurse, baseline nurse. You yeah, they just signed school, up. They just signed baseline. a list. They signed a list. Yeah. yeah, I would have thought me and you are registered nurses if we want. No, we're unregistered. Just go, just go in, we're unregistered. Yeah, you're, but you're we good. You, for unregistered, you are good. Yeah, uh, yeah. That time I cut my knee and you uh, told me to suck it up, that was good because I did. I sucked it up. I just I, I realized it wasn't a big deal. Uh, it was pretty good. I've had to tell you that a lot in your career, man. Yeah, I'm talking more physical injuries, but yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Six Across asked earnestly, pled, don't you think that that's more asked desperately? Yeah, I do, man. Good point. Excellent point. Like, when a guy, if a guy, if someone pleads for their life, they're not going, could you please not shoot me in the head right now, sir? You know, they're, they're, it's desperate. Pled is desperate. It's not, there's no earnestness to please it. Please understand the gravity of this statement. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sir, if you could please take into account how serious it will be should you uh, throw me off the roof of this building right now. <laughs> I, uh, I agree. I think it's, uh, I think it's a little black mark on this puzzle. It's still a really good puzzle. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's a good puzzle. I'm I'm not going to play this puzzle under po- protest, mainly because I got it. But yeah, it's you, you found you found a black mark, thirty five yeah, yeah. down pagoda instrument. Uh, that's the gong. And uh, Brendan, I just want you to know, when this podcast gets to the level that I want to get it to, I will add, I will be adding in the gong as a sound effect. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I, yeah, I'll, I'm going to get a gong. Okay. I never doubted it for a second. Yeah, I never I'm getting doubted a gong. it for a second. And I don't know that may become the 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 sound for the Bonefish Hall of Fame word, or we may find a whole nother segment. You know, could be the sound for going seven for seven. Both of us going seven for seven. So that, well, that could be a I very rarely rare. ever get to use it. I know, but that, I would but never gong, use the gong. But, but, hey, well, Brendan, you don't know this. If I get a gong, I'm using it. Okay. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to overuse a gong. A gong is an don't tell me how to use instrument. my gong, man. Okay, go ahead, beat your gong all day long. Then when it cracks, you'll be, be I'm sorry. Not beat it all day long. I'm just saying, and and uh, I'm just saying that I, I I will be. I don't. I've only gone seven for seven once, and not even when we were doing this podcast. It's it's. I'm not as good as you, okay? And I think this was just your roundabout way of pointing that out. I didn't say anything. I said maybe when we both go seven for seven, you hit the gong. But you apparently are gong crazy. I uh, want it to be the gong show, which is, I should say, is already taken. Now, 49 across, class for baseball's... Boy, Albert- everybody, did you hear that gong show joke? That was pretty good. <laughs> Why did you... Why'd you have to do that? That one would that one seemed hurtful. <laughs> that was you that it wasn't even You're right. it was just sorry. It, I mean, sorry, that that's not that's not a that's not top. a good partner there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> 49 across class for baseball's Albuquerque isotopes. That's triple A. Um, and I don't know if you know this, Greg. Uh, it's a Simpsons reference. The Springfield isotopes, you know, because Homer worked at the nuclear power plant. The yeah. Springfield isotopes were the local minor league team in Springfield. Uh, and in one episode, Homer attempts to stop the team from moving to Albuquerque. And uh, 
when uh, I forget the name of the team, when the team, the minor league team moved from, they were somewhere more northern, I can't remember where, when they moved to Albuquerque, the newspaper had a vote on the team name, and so it, it is, in fact, named after the Simpsons. Oh, cool. Uh, I yes. remember that episode. It was really fun. Wasn't Homer like a, a mascot for the isotopes yes, at one yes. time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's really funny because the owner is like clearly a little embarrassed about it. So he does admit that it's a Simpsons reference, but he's also very quick to say, there's a number of other reasons why you would have <laughs> isotopes in Albuquerque. There's a lot of uh, 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 scientific and military facilities that deal with nuclear technology in the area. <laughs> like, this was totally, this was in the news write-up that I read about it. He was so defensive about like, okay, it is based on the Simpsons, but... That it it makes sense, so don't try and say we're just a Simpsons team. <laughs> uh, that's great, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. that's good stuff. Well, because I mean, who follows AAA baseball? Yeah, I don't. I, I wish I did more. I mean, you know, I I, I guess I I want to know the prospects that are down there. Well, I mean, there is no more minor league baseball. I mean, it may be a thing that's done for who knows. It'll it'll look different when it comes back yeah they're, they're i will say if you've never been and you're a baseball fan they are very fun games oh they're to fun too yeah especially they're if really you got kids fun. yeah because you can get up a little closer it's a, a more relaxed atmosphere smaller stadiums uh and they they're always doing something wacky uh they got Jersey Thursday for the Brooklyn Cyclones. You just if you go on a Thursday, they give you a jersey. Really? Just, yeah, it's great. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, um, not, not not this year, to, but uh, no, when, no, when no. it's happening. No, they don't do that. Uh, Forty three yeah. across. Are you as jazzed as I am? <laughs> of course the the answer to that is. Uh, I'm a nerd from the 1950s when people said things like that. And even then, the people that said that were looked down upon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed out of my pants for this one, Ronnie. This is going to be good. I'm jazzed is one thing, but to say, are you as jazzed as I am? That, that, that's the dorkiest dork there ever has been. Yeah, because <laughs> like even in a time the, when a lot of people were dorks, they, yeah. they're they're like, look at that guy, look at that girl, yeah. they're dorks. <laughs> well, I don't even know what the the when that would happen. <laughs> you know, like, what are you at the circus with your friend? They go, hey, hey, Greg, Greg, Greg. Are you as jazzed as I am? Yes, about the, yes, about the Brendan. Circus? I told you. I told you when we were. <laughs> By the elephants, I'm as jazzed as you are. No, will but you like, stop? Uh, I'm really jazzed. Man. I know. I'm really will you, jazzed. Would you just stop asking me in public if I'm as jazzed as you are? I'm happy to be here. Can't you see? I'm I, I'm eating cotton candy. I'm obviously jazzed. Okay, okay. So we're both equally jazzed. As long I don't as we're know both how equally much jazzed. We, I don't know how much either one of us are jazzed, but we're both jazzed. Okay, yeah. it's good. For the love of God, could you? Please stop asking me if I'm as jazzed as you are in public because oh, man, it's starting to make me less jazzed. Where where are our dates going? <laughs> They're gone. They left. <laughs> I guess they weren't as jazzed as we were. The uh, second you asked somebody about being jazzed, they left. We don't have any more dates. Yet I'm still jazzed to be here. <laughs> uh, 10 down. Uh, cause of a limp, maybe. And that's bum leg. And I think this is uh, dependent on who is diagnosing the cause. Yeah. Like, for instance, if your friend Hank says you got a bum leg, that's fine. Sure. If the if a doctor says the cause of your limp is a bum leg, <laughs> Does, you got to find a different doctor. You should. Doesn't seem like an accurate uh, medical diagnosis or a detailed medical diagnosis. Okay, uh, okay uh, your x-rays came in and uh, <laughs> you got a bum leg, man. Yeah, I, I, know, I know that, Doc. I was just hoping you could tell me the cause of my... Uh, no, nah, it's leg. bum. It's bum, yeah, dude. I, You're gonna have a limp. That's a bum. That's a bum leg. We've seen uh, them before. They come through. That's a bum leg. Yeah. 
Let's uh, let's move to Thursday, man. Thursday, July twenty third. This was a Robin Weintraub. We've definitely worked with Robin. Oh yeah, uh, Robin before. was someone we didn't mention. He he had like four, I think, in the time period. Uh, I think this is a woman. I could be wrong, but I do think this like is a I was woman. saying, she had four. Robin yeah, did. She did. Yeah. She yeah. She's up there. Uh, the theme was revealed in three different answers, uh, uh, and and this theme was tough, man. It, it took so a while to hard, get it, man. Before once you got it, it became easy. But yeah, be- but I didn't. I it. couldn't get the. Th- I mean, I couldn't get the clues that told you what the theme was. So I never well, got the theme. I, I couldn't either. I solved something from the from the crosses and realized the theme, and then. But the theme was basically remove the letter W from clues. Uh, that was spread out through three different answers. For example, uh, a major source of wheat, the answer was sun. Well, that doesn't make any sense, but you had to take the W out for major source of heat. And there were quite a few um clues like that so if you didn't get the theme you were pretty much pickled as greg would say and uh, i was but- pickled brennan i was completely pickled i i uh, i really I, I gave it an effort man and i just i just couldn't get the theme and i i, I don't know i don't know I'm, I, I was running out of time too and i just uh i don't know spent 56 minutes on this puzzle and did not get the theme the bottom half i was able to pretty much get the top half is all all red it was bad yeah, I mean, I this this was one of those puzzles that was completely theme dependent. If you did not get the theme, your odds of solving the puzzle were nil. You know, like it just there were too many answers where you had to take the W out. Um, but if you got the theme, it then became so much easier. Because oh yeah, they, I would think yeah. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, yeah. weren't that weren't that difficult? They just you know, you you had to take the W out. Uh, I was Atlantic- the perfect shill for this puzzle, like because I was like literally <laughs> writing down. What, uh, you don't get wheat from the sun. This is this is. I'm gonna. They've completely lost their minds. <laughs> uh, was this some kind of sick joke, Weintraub? <laughs> wheat from the sun. You'll burn. It'll burn up. It'll burn up. <laughs> There's also some stuff I didn't get on this uh, 68 across Han of the uh, of the silver screen. Uh, the answer is solo. What's that? Take the W out, my friend. Ah man, Han looking, Solo. Yeah, I kept looking for Goldie. Um, yeah, no, me too. And that. Th- what uh, about um, 71 across retired means of travel for short? That comes up all the time. Uh, I always forget what the last letter of it is, which it, which uh, um, SST. Yeah, what does that mean? Me. I don't. I don't know what uh, it means. It's it's what a Concorde was. It's I believe it stood for supersonic transport. I could be wrong, but it's a type of jet, and they don't use them anymore. That was what. Remember the Concorde that could go from uh, Oh yeah, to yeah. London like two yeah. hours. That was an SST, and they, yeah. they had there were too many crashes, so they don't use them anymore. But it does come up. It hasn't come up in a while, but it comes up. I only know it from crosswords. It comes up a fair amount, um, but I always have trouble because I know immediately the answer, but I can't remember if it's SSR or SSO or S. SST, you know, so I, I know it's SS, and then I get uh, mixed up. But I think it's probably supersonic transport okay. um, is what it stands for. I could be wrong, but I, the supersonic I'm almost certain about because it it is traveling faster than the speed uh, of sound. Now, 24 across was glamping option. That's sort of a new word in our vocabulary uh, uh, as a society, glamping, glamorous camping uh, but the answer is yurt, um, which is sort of a hut type, a round hut type deal. Uh, do you know who the most famous yurt dwellers were, Greg? Uh, no. The Mongols. The Mongols oh, yeah? were yes, uh, because uh, yurts were uh, could be you know you could they they weren't uh, all that permanent, and the Mongols were sort of a. Uh, nomadic people, and I've uh, always horde, been fa- aren't they? Yeah, uh, I've always been fascinated by uh, Genghis Khan, or uh, I believe it's actually technically pronounced Genghis Khan, uh, but no one says that. Um, and uh, do you know the Mongol Empire uh, was 
the largest contiguous, in other words, all the land touched each other, was the largest contiguous empire in the history of the world. Uh, bigger than the British Empire, bigger than uh, the Ottoman Empire, any of those. The Mongol Empire was bigger. And Genghis Khan was brutal. Like, if you surrendered, you guys were fine. He would take you in, you'd be part of the Mongols, right? If you didn't surrender, he killed everyone. They had like a wagon wheel rule where they'd line up a, ra a wagon, and anyone, any man in the village whose head didn't come above the wagon was killed immediately. Uh, and so he was uh, a, a fantastic uh, Man, I, I, I military. Know I know somebody who would not have been uh, happy with that. Uh, little, <laughs> little roadie would not have been. <laughs> hey, no, I'm a man. I, I got, no, he would have been because he wouldn't get killed. Oh, he oh if, you it, if it was over, you got killed. Okay, yeah, it was over because he, he didn't kill kids. No, so, no oh, little oh, okay. All right. So. Yeah, little roadie would have been. <laughs> So no, little Rody was. I'm just a kid. I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a strong grown-up man that works for Leonard Skinner. I'm just a little kitty. I like lollipops. <laughs> Leonard, uh, um, little Rody is the only real recurring character on this uh, podcast, and uh, we're going to keep him going. Uh, yeah, that was a little um, clumsy of me, but uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, I, I'm just fascinated by the Mongol Empire because they basically what they did was they they were. Uh, master horsemen and they basically invented fighting on a horse with bow and arrows before anyone else did and so no one could stop them because everyone else was just standing there and they were riding around you on a horse shooting you with bow and arrows so that back then that led to military supremacy uh so and also i should mention this is how history does you wrong uh genghis khan that's not even his name that's a title. That means emperor, grand emperor, great emperor. What was his name? Temujin. Temujin? Yeah. The guy's okay. name was Temujin. Temujin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tim for short. They called him Tim. Temujin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Temujin. He worked in IT. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I sidetracked us. I just get so excited. No, actually, it was Mongols pretty interesting, man. Because I'm fascinated by them. I, they, they don't get credit. They don't get ranked up there with the world's greatest empires, and they really were. They, it was very impressive who they took over. Who 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 were uh, some of their biggest uh, conquests? Mostly China. Different yeah. at the time, China was not yet a. Uh, first of all, they took over all the other tribes on the steppe, the the kind of Mongolian steppe, and then they they uh, t for went into China and took over parts of China. So that was, the, I mean, they had a series of several major wars, but they were w with different tribes and with China mostly. Um, and then they eventually uh, got into parts of Europe, uh, Eastern Europe, I think. Um, but they would, they would, they, their horses were like their lifeblood. Like, honestly, like they would, um, if they were out for too long and, and couldn't eat, they had a method of, draining a slight cup of blood from their horse so that the horse was not harmed but it was enough blood to sustain them for days wow like they would drink the blood yeah they were like it was a very very horse-based culture uh and that's what you can of, live off they, of a cup of horse blood for days a couple of days probably not that many i would say like three days probably three days off of one cup of horse blood yeah, I mean, you can live for three days off nothing. So, you know, not if you're out, not if you're s killing people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, let's do Friday, man. Uh, this was uh, and, and Greg, I apologize for the seriousness of the Mongol talk. I just find them fascinating. But Friday, uh, July 24th was a Grant Thackeray. Um, no theme here. Uh, I did get this right. I had some questions for you, actually. Um, 47 across wrestling hold. The answer was half Nelson. First part of the question, was this in your repertoire when you were wrestling? Were you a half Nelson guy? Well, there's all these sort of vert, like a straight half Nelson is like a middle school little league move, you know, or a freshman move. Um, okay, so that wouldn't fly at it's college. Not, it's not really level. a hold. It's a, it's a move. Now, yeah. there's a thing called like a power half where you sort of um, – sort of secure their legs. If you're on top, you kind of make it so that you make their legs immobile. Uh, and then you put, uh, 
uh, kind of your forearm, if you imagine, if you're on the left side of the guy, you put your, your forearm, your left forearm on the back of his neck, and then you, you run, you, then you run a half Nelson with your right arm and it's, it's painful and puts a lot of pressure on him. So yeah, in a way I did use the half Nelson, but like just sort of that straight half Nelson right, is right. more of a, when you just get perpendicular to a man and, uh, you know, use a half Nelson, it's like a freshman wrestling. Move. So you were doing an advanced Nelson. Now question, part two of my question, who is Nelson? Uh, that's a good question, man. I don't know that. I don't undetermined. I don't, okay. okay. I don't know. Just um, a full Nelson is illegal though in, uh, in, in college wrestling and high school wrestling. You can't do that. There's a thing, so as you, a qu- there's a quarter Nelson and then there's also a three quarter Nelson, which is another sort of freshman move. Uh, yeah. So you're saying if your full name is Nelson, you are not allowed to wrestle in college. No, Brendan. Um, what I'm saying is you can't put you can't do the move the full Nelson because it's dangerous. Now in freestyle okay. international wrestling, you can do a full Nelson. I think last I checked. Okay, so if your name is Nelson, you can go. You can aim for freestyle wrestling at the at, at the higher level, but don't try and get in on college because. Uh, full Nelsons are not allowed. Now, if that's if that's uh, half your name, if you're a Nell or a son, that's fine. But don't aim for college wrestling if your name is Nelson. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know how long you want to stick with this. Uh, but uh, again, it's a move. It's a move, the full Nelson. Well, here's the thing, Greg. You start digging a hole sometimes. And your only option is to keep digging. Just keep you digging. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to I try and get out. Yeah. Just try and get out on the other side. What are you yeah. supposed to do? You know, you've you've committed. What you're to supposed pretending. to do is learn your lesson. Is what you're supposed to do because you dug a huge hole with that stupid horn noise, and you just kept going, and it went nowhere. It ruined one of my favorite segments of this podcast, and now you know you want to ruin wrestling, and uh, that, that that's, that's where you're wrong because that the horn thing is people come to one down and when they hear the Monday clue of the week, they want a horn. And so I gave them a horn and it did not ruin the segment. It elevated the segment. Didn't the wrestling thing, the wrestling thing. I will grant you. You're doing social media. I want you to put up a poll on Twitter. Did Brendan's horde segment ruin (laughs) the podcast or enhance the podcast? Well, I know. That, uh, can see can that, you do a survey? Can you do a survey on? on I can Twitter? do a survey, but okay. that seems pretty brutal. That I ruined the podcast by making a horn noise. You did. You ruined. It's ruined. The podcast is ruined. We we put a lot of work into this, and the whole thing's ruined just oh, because man. you wouldn't get off of it. Uh, I only did it three times, man. Fifty nine across. Rely on that is lean, Brennan. I got to tell you, and it's come to my attention. Like I'm a little. I think I'm a high COVID risk because I am the biggest leaner that I know. Like I just, I cannot, I can't stand in space. I just have to lean on something and and that that's there's surfaces and that's where, you know, the, the, the virus lurks. I'm a, I'm a leaner. I think I'm in trouble here. Well, you might be in trouble, but here's the thing. It's a double edged sword because you could be in trouble but it's also, and everyone knows it, it's a known fact of life, it's also pretty cool. You know what I mean? Any cool guy you know, James Dean, uh, uh, John Travolta, they're always leaning on stuff. If you're cool, you lean. You don't stand, you lean. So I wish I was, I wish I was that cool, man, but I, I don't know. I, don't I know. think you are, Greg. If you're leaning to this extent... You're pretty cool, and you knew right away not to say, "Are you jazzed? As, are you as jazzed as I am?" Um, I, yeah, there's, there's definitely nothing cool about me asking if somebody's jazzed. Um, let's uh, look at uh, where I wanted to go here. Oh, I wanted to ask you a question because I don't understand. So, uh, Nineteen across final challenge of a video game. Boss battle. What's what's that, Brendan? Uh, so in a video game, for instance, uh, take Mario, for example, the final level, you always uh, fight King Koopa or whatever. Always at the end of a video game, generally, if it's a traditional video game, there's the big fight against the main boss. That's that's all that means. And, and that's if you get to the like all through all the levels through all the levels. Yeah. And barely anybody gets there. Right. 
No, I mean, pretty much everyone does. It's rare that you buy a video game and don't eventually beat it. I mean, some video games are... Like, in the arcade, it was rare because you had one one quarter. But at at home, it's kind of rare that you wouldn't beat a game. And how long Um, does it take you to beat the game? Well, it depends. I mean, there's speedrunners that beat Mario in 13 minutes or something. But, I mean, how long does it take, you know, like, does it take months to figure it out? Uh, depends on the game. Like, um, it really depends on these games these days. Like, these days on the box, they'll put kind of the hours of gameplay that are expected to get out of it. Um, Because people want big games. So they'll say, like, this is, you know, an average 75-hour gameplay game, you know? Like, but these are, well, but these are So once you beat it, you just, you just get bored with it. You don't do it anymore? Depends on the game. Like, take, take uh, a racing game. That you can beat that whatever they have set up to beat, but when you're like we used to race, we used to play Mario Kart with my friends in college all the time. Like even right. though we'd beat it, you know. But so, but you know, a game like um, there's this game I played called God of War. That's this new game, a newer game that I played on my PlayStation a uh, few years back. And once you beat that, you're done. You know the whole story. You beat all the guys. You could try it again, but you know, it's not as fun. Boring. Okay, oh, that's that's uh, that's helpful. Uh, Ten down, cartoon referenced on the Walt Disney Animation Studio logo. That's Steamboat Willie. Uh, do you know anything about Steamboat Willie, Brendan? I do. Yeah, I know yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I guess that was the uh, the first uh, cartoon ever with synchronized sound. Before that, it was just uh, music in the background for the cartoons. Oh, this first it- first one when you had one of the characters talking. Oh, that interesting. Because the only thing I knew about Steamboat Willie, Steamboat Willie is Mickey Mouse. He was originally Steamboat Willie, and they changed the name. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steamboat Willie it was Mickey Mouse. It was the first Mickey Mouse cartoon, and uh, they changed the name to Mickey Mouse. Really? And Minnie, they- Minnie was in Steamboat Willie as well, too, that first cartoon. Oh, interesting. Interesting. It was his girlfriend. Did he ever marry Minnie? I think he was kind of playing hard to hard to catch, you know. Yeah. Um, better to keep him at arm's length, I say. So does Mickey. Yeah. Um, what does uh, Amy say about that? Well, I she's in the next room, and I'm <laughs> hoping she's not listening. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, arm's length. Huh? I'll give you a whole country's length, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Twenty-eight down, and then we better uh, rip through some of these. Twenty-eight down, venerable sort. That's elder. Yeah. This is always interesting to me, Greg, because I, I respect my elders. You got to respect your elders, but the whole like wisdom of the old thing is kind of overrated. I th- yeah, yeah. D- dumb people grow old, yeah, too. Yeah, d- dumb people age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, you can't just listen to all of it. Like, uh, li- 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 like I always say, t- t- two cats don't add up to a dog. <laughs> like, what? What? What are you talking about, Jerry? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, should we hit Saturday real quick? Yeah, I, well, I was trying to think of a bit that I had back in the day about because they always, every, especially like in in television and film, every time there was a Native American uh, that was old, they were always wise, right? Always, yes, always. And you like, there's got to be at least one like dumb old Native American, you know, like giving out bad advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you are yeah. in, if you are in love with a woman, go to her village. And steal her corn. <laughs> and yeah. she will love you forever. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking the, about, man? <laughs> when the crow flies, light your house on fire to ensure good harvest. What? What, are what? You, what, are you, what man? <laughs> uh, let's do Saturday. Uh, yeah, we're- this was a Royce Ferguson. This, Greg, this had six... Full grid across answers. That is not easy, man. Those are long. That's a lot of white space in this puzzle. Yeah, um, I didn't get. Oh, well, we should go ahead and say what. Yeah, you went seven for seven, right? I went seven for seven, and I felt good because uh, this was a tough week, man. This was a tough, real week. tough. I, I I went four for seven, uh, which is um, 
you know, I got a Monday, I got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, did not get Thursday that I just couldn't get that theme. Then I got Friday, which I think was like the only thing that made me feel like this was a redeeming week. And then, uh, Saturday, um, uh, I did not get, but I, 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 I put in a good effort. I got like three of those, uh, full across clues at the bottom. Um, well, and I, I should say, because you're too proud to say it, you were under a time crunch this week. You had a lot going on, so I will say that. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm just saying I, I want don't patronize me, man. That. Don't don't patronize me. Patronize me, you. Patronize me pat- to the listeners. You're okay? too proud to say it yourself. So I'm nah, saying it you're, for ma- you're you. trying to make me look weak in front of the listeners. Oh no, yeah, like sure. It. You already said I ruined the podcast. That's that doesn't make a guy look you weak. Did. You did. I no, you weren't. I made, stupid. I tried to do a horn honking sound. I'm not a honker. What do you want me to do, Greg? You just repeatedly tried to tank my favorite segment. I didn't. Twenty-seven tank it. across. I it. Saturday. I it. <laughs> Twenty-seven across. Image on the back of a fifty-dollar bill. Now this is one where I I couldn't get this clue, <laughs> but the way that the letters, the answer is capital. But the way that the letters lined up and 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 from the downs, what I did have. For the longest time, I was like, I'm just pretty sure they didn't put a janitor on the back of a $50 bill. (laughs) (laughs) I kept kept trying to picture a 50. I don't have a lot of 50s, but I was like, what? I mean, if they did, that's cool. They should do something for the working man. But why they put a janitor on the back of a a $50 bill? (laughs) Uh, We got, uh, yeah, we got Jackson on the 20, uh, Grant on the 100, and the 50. That's, uh, that's Phil. He just cleans the halls. <laughs> Everyone just liked him. So we just said, you know what? Let's put Phil on there. Uh, uh, I got a question. I got, I'll, do, I'll just do two for uh, Friday because we're, we're, we're at We're on time. Saturday. We're on Saturday. Or Saturday, excuse me. I got a question from you. 16 across from day one. The answer was all along the line. Didn't is agree it, with that. that. Is that a saying? I, I meant to, I would you know I almost thought I'm gonna ask Brendan about this, but uh, maybe I've heard it. I think you're right. If it is a saying, nobody says it. You know, all along the line. Well, even if it is a saying, I don't think it means from day one. Yeah. I, well, all along the line. What? Yeah. I don't I, know. I, I, yeah, but, it, it's not. A, I don't think it's a saying. But then I will. I, I will give Royce his due. Uh, I would like to point out what I thought was an exceptionally clever Saturday clue. I would have been mad if it were anywhere other than a Saturday because it was tough. But 19 across, top of a face, and the answer was XII. That's a beautiful Amazing. Saturday clue. Amazing. That's a yeah. top of a clock. It really took a well lot executed. Yeah. yeah, it took a lot to figure that out. And uh, that's that's just a good Saturday clue. Now, you put that anywhere else, I'm going to complain at its difficulty level. But for a Saturday, uh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree, man. I agree. A 34 across kind of shoe that should not be worn in a factory that's open toe. Just to be clear, Brennan, you are allowed to wear open-toed shoes to the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) We want to make that clear. No, don't think you need steel-toed boots to go to the Cheesecake Factory. You don't, man. You don't. They're pretty... Uh, I mean, you need to wear shoes, but they're they're pretty cool about everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now, it's interesting because they're... You know, you you can't wear open-toed shoes in a factory, and that's for two reasons. One, it's not safe, uh, but... Kind of more importantly, uh, if you show up to the steel factory in a pair of Birkenstocks, uh, you're never going to hear the end of it. Yeah, those uh, guys. The, yeah, that's that's <laughs> the main reason is they want to save you from tease the teasing yeah, that you'll get from yeah, the, the steel yeah. workers. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. No, they don't care if you lose your toes. They no, just don't want just... you to get a hard time. You know, this oh, old Tiva Timmy, here he is again. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, man, these guys are quitting after two days. These hippies that we've been hiring with their sandals. And, and we, we, we need, we just, we're investing too much and they quit. We got to make some rules, man. Yeah. Um, 51 down, three-time World Cup winner. That's Pele. Uh, I, I, I love Pele, one of the greatest soccer players of all time, if not the greatest. Uh, but I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Victory, Greg. 
Uh, it's the greatest because here's the premise of the movie. <laughs> there's uh, these prisoners of war, right? In, in World War II, there's yeah. these allied prisoners of war and they form a soccer team. And uh, they, uh, the the prisoner of war, came, which Pele is an actor in the movie. He's on the team. The, and Sylvester Stallone is the goalkeeper. And uh, oh, I kind of remember this movie. They, I never saw they, it, but yeah, yeah. They arranged this game. Somehow they arranged this game in a stadium in uh, France. It had been occupied France uh, uh, against uh, the top uh, German, uh, the top players from the German army. You know, and. Uh, and they're down, and the plan is they're going to escape. The, the French resistance is going to tunnel into the uh, locker room at halftime, and they're going to escape, you know? And uh, they're down like six to one at halftime, and the French resistance t- <laughs> uh, tunnels in, and Sylvester Stallone <laughs> just makes this speech. We Sure, we could escape right now, or... <laughs> We could go back out there and we can win this game. <laughs> and they go back out there when clearly the thing to do is to escape from the prisoner <laughs> of war camp. <laughs> they go back out there and win the game. And then the French people storm the field and they escape anyway. So it's. Oh, uh, okay. It's a, all right. All right. So yeah, but job. I mean, it, it seems a little false premise is what you're saying. Lo- quite a bit of false premise. Yeah. Clearly, you're down 6 1. Even if you're winning, go ahead with the escape plan. That was the yeah, whole point. Yeah, yeah. Um, six one, man. That's a pretty big margin in, in a soccer, soccer that's game, too. Basically, <laughs> on on on. Uh, I don't know if that's the exact. They're putting in the movie. scrubs, right? I mean, if you, oh, you, you yeah, I mean, the six one is you're not coming back from that, really. Uh, I will now, mention um, uh, uh, Pele. Uh, I, I was as a kid, you know, I I I, I got to watch Pele, and I was a big fan of the North American Soccer League. And then he played on the New York Cosmos, and I was—I really was, uh, really was a big fan of his. But Brendan, my uh, podcast partner, ruined that for me because he told me Pele was seventy when he was playing for the New York Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, minimum, minimum. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just describe the scene. The uh, I got Sunday. Greg didn't get a chance to get to Sunday. I'll just describe the. Uh, you know what? We'll skip it uh, because uh, I was gonna. The the theme was pretty cool. For those of you that did it, you know what it was. Um, but uh, that has been- just so you guys know, we we could have gotten to the Sunday puzzle had Brendan not uh, basically uh, described a movie from the early '80s real time. Uh, I think he he spent a half an hour there on on, on telling us the plot of Victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, one of the reasons I did that uh, was because Greg didn't do the Sunday. So uh, yes, we could have got to the Sunday if you got to the Sunday. Uh, so uh, sorry if I tried to point out point out so, uh, a very interesting and I thought funny fact of victory uh, to uh, cover for your lack of having done. So- we could have just do- watched the movie. Why, we could have watched the movie. Go- taken less time if we would have just watched the movie all right why don't you go ahead and sign off and i'll do sunday by myself because that's what i did anyway uh wait a minute last week you didn't do the sunday that's because you told me you weren't doing the sunday and you know you told me that this podcast gets more contentious by the week. That's been one down. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, well, we've got some great reviews recently. Thank you guys for the reviews. Uh, if you like the podcast, leave a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps. It really helps. It yeah. helps. Hit that subscribe button um, and, and check us both out on social media, all of that. Uh, and and really- uh, look forward to the, the survey that Brendan's going to post about whether or not he ruined uh, this episode. Are you guys as jazzed about that horn as I am? <laughs> One Down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer, produced and edited by John Baldwin. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One Down, the comedy crossword podcast.